Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We talk about human behavior in public. We also delve into our opinions about breastfeeding in public. You probably won't agree with us. Also, our ugly and awkward moments of the week, sponsored by lipandclip.com. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. You know you're an asshole. You do this all the time. Paula. God forbid should you be nice to someone then suddenly you're labeled with a scarlet letter. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode... 298. We are sisters who podcast. Yes. Welcome, welcome to a new episode. There is so much to talk about. I was telling you before we started recording, I have like this laundry list of items that I'm just dying to talk to you about because I feel like we haven't really talked much since the last show, which is weird because usually we are chatty, but you've been kind of off the grid a little bit. And so I haven't really had a chance to like bug you. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I, usually, huh? I usually bug you. But anyway, you know, when you're involved in social media and then you go out into the real world, sometimes you recognize that, okay, life might be scary in certain aspects of our world, but really life is just moving on. You know, there's no, we're, you know, in the United States, there's no war zones. Literally, no one's bombing our towns or anything like that. So, but what I have noticed, we're just continuing to move further and further away from the original humans that were just becoming worse and worse. Mm -hmm. I was on my way to my hair appointment and there was a dude, just a normal looking gentleman standing on the corner, getting ready to cross the street. And he stopped, shoved his nose in his armpit. And smelled it for a really long time. Okay. In, in public. And I'm like, okay, look, I'm not saying that we all don't do the body odor check, you know, when we're at home or in the bathroom or right. whatever, you know, but to stand there and do it. And then he adjusted his sleeve and they kept on going. And I was like, wow, you didn't even wipe your nose or nothing. You just, uh, just shoved <laughs> your nose and shoved your schnoz in your pit and kept on walking. And he was in like construction worker clothes. It wasn't like he was in a suit or anything. And he was in, he was like at least in his thirties. I'd be like, dude, if you're by yourself and you get a whiff, it's you. <laughs> well, not only that, but it's like a, a pit check and at a four way stoplight and a very busy street. Yeah. You know? I mean, it wasn't exactly a, a quiet street. And I thought, wow, I just, I guess we've just decided that we can say whatever we want online. And I guess apparently now we can just do whatever we want wherever we are. You know, there, there's just no filter when it comes to human behavior anymore. We're just going to lay it all out there. Anyway, so I'm on my way home from the hair appointment. And this is not as unusual, but it just kind of drove it home to me that people have completely just lost the ability to behave in public normally. There was a woman, not only was she not sitting up straight, she was kind of lounging across this bus bench. And she was gently picking her nose and looking at her phone. And I'm like, okay, what kind of, what is happening? Why am I, why am I the only one that notices it, first of all? And second of all, why are you thinking that this is appropriate behavior? Like, were you raised by wolves? Like, what is this? I'm curious. What the hell kind of neighborhood are you getting your hair cut in? (laughs) It's a nice neighborhood, but it's on my way home. I have to go through, you know, you go through towns. But You have to go through the projects? I mean, geez. (laughs) 
seriously people in the projects don't they're not they're not sitting anywhere motionless they are moving and they have a place to be they they aren't sitting ducks at a bus stop (laughs) right i mean for real no one in a bad part of town is hanging out anywhere for more than a few minutes that's the truth but seriously i was like wow a man and a woman it wasn't just a man it was like both parties were behaving in a disgusting manner with no regard for their environment whatsoever and i thought god damn well i guess all i can do is worry about myself and you know not do that keep your doors locked seriously oh my god speaking of this was about a week ago uh daryl and i we checked the mail after the sun sets because it's so goddamn hot and you know the whole western hemisphere is covered in a blanket of smoke right now right so we wait at night to go when it's a little bit cooler it was like 9 30 and we were walking, we, we walk, there's a little lane that we walk down. It's a pay, it's like a long ass driveway to the main street, you know. Yeah. And our mailboxes are on the main street. So we're walking, it's like a 20 yard walk. And so we're walking and then we literally come face to face with a dude on a BMX. Now, I don't know about you, but there's something odd about a man in his late 20s, early 30s on a BMX bike. He was on a dirt bike? Like yeah, a... Yeah, well, you, you know, not a 10 speed. Just right. like a BMX bike, you know, one oh, of those ones okay. that kids ride. Anyway, there's something weird about seeing that. And it was nighttime and he clearly was not, he wasn't crazy, but he clearly did not have good intentions. Well, he like, didn't I don't belong know, in that neighborhood. <laughs> he did not belong in the neighborhood and he was on our lane. So we literally walk and see, here's the thing that I recognized about myself. When situations like that occur, because it's happened once before when I'm with Daryl, the fight or flight, I'm a fighter. Yeah, me I too. never run. Never, never. So I walked right towards him. I'm like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, who do I think I am? But I literally lose all fear and I, I walk know. right up. It's so dangerous, <laughs> but I can't help it. I'm not going to let, I just think about, you know, I've got a kid at my house and I'm not letting you go any further. And it's just a weird reaction. And it was something that I recognized about myself after this incident. It took him off guard. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, does this not go through to the other side? I'm like, there's nothing here for you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, well, thanks. And he turned around. And and Daryl was talking, too. It wasn't like he was just standing there like a sap. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he actually stood in front of me. Eventually, you know, he stood in front after of me. After he caught up. <laughs> right. <laughs> after, after I said, hey. And so Daryl's like, dee, 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 dee. you know, his instincts kick in to go, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> James can get shot. Yeah, right. He's like, all right. And so he took off. But we, he, he was obviously casing the neighborhood to see what's the what. And then, like, when we were we were walking towards the mailbox and he turned around and he turned on and looked at us. I'm like, oh, bring it on, asshole. Yeah, Please. right. Please bring it on. I'd be, I'd be happy to hit you. face in your brain. <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy to pick up this rock and smash you with it. <laughs> like, I'm going to do anything. But still, it's crazy. But, yeah, you have the same, you have that same thing. You don't fly either. Mm-hmm. You're, you and I both are like that. I, it's so weird, too, because I never thought I was one of those people. But I am. I absolutely have no fear when I think I'm in danger, which is very strange. Anyway, I just thought it was strange how people are are regressing to behavior that only toddlers and small children can get away with. Yeah. Now full adults. And I'm like, well, I guess all of these people had bad parents. And the thing is, is I would say it's a younger generation, but they're my age or younger, you know, just a smidge younger than me. And they're behaving like this. It's really crazy. I don't get it. 
Yeah, that's true. We don't really hang out with anyone, and you know I don't really go anywhere, so I just, (laughs) I haven't seen, but I mean, the times I have been out, I don't understand the people who drink to an oblivion. Yeah. That that always gets to me, because I mean, you know they're going to be hungover the next day, and Mm -hmm. you know at some point they're going to throw up, and (laughs) I just like, I've done that. I, I wouldn't say a lot of times. I haven't. I, I've probably done it less than 10 times in my life. Right. Because it's just so awful. I, but I've done it a handful of times to where mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't want to do this ever again. I know. And ultimately, you know, even when I was just casually drinking, you know, having a beer or something like that. And the next day I just still didn't feel right. And I'm just like, you know, what? why am I even doing this? This is stupid. I mean, what am I going to yeah trade my health for a bud light that's dumb bud light that's what i used to like really yeah you know what i have i listen i have no room to bitch or complain or make fun of you because i used to drink coors light so i know and if you got and now of course with all the craft beers coors lights like rehydrating (laughs) it's just not even anything i remember doing that at the bar i'm like wow i'm like i'm getting pretty wasted i better slow down and start (laughs) drinking beer (laughs) i have to tell you though of all the drunks that i've been beer drunk is the funnest one for some reason i'm always really happy when i'm beer drunk and i sober up really fast so i don't get hung over when I've had a couple of beers, I feel great. Yeah. It's like the best. Not the craft beers. Those are really hardcore to me. But just a regular old, I don't know. I mean, I don't drink Budweiser, but something like that. You know, it's it's a really yummy feeling. Yeah. I like it personally, but I don't do it often because beer is so fattening. But I do love a good beer buzz. That's for sure. Okay. So this, in regard to feeding and children and all of that stuff, I read this article. This comes up. Pretty often. And, you know, we're in a new world now where women are, you know, they're getting it done and we can do whatever the hell we want. And so we're all very brazen and brave now with our with our lives, which is good. I'm not I am absolutely not criticizing. But this one thing and I have to be honest with myself, it makes me like weird. And so I wanted to know what your opinion is. I have a feeling we don't agree per se, but I'm Mm -hmm. just curious. So there was a woman who was breastfeeding her baby at a restaurant. Oh my God, I'm so glad you brought this up. <laughs> and someone told her to cover up. So she covered up her head and kept her boob exposed while she was feeding her baby. Now, the whole thing is everybody used to be, there used to be a huge market for these very cute little cover-ups that you could put over your shoulder that would cover or conceal your breast but wouldn't necessarily suffocate your baby Uh, or some women who were incredibly self-conscious would go to the bathroom and there used to be a place in the bathroom where you could sit and you know that wasn't connected to the toilet area it was like a little lounge Mm -hmm. where you could feed your baby in privacy and you know it doesn't take long to breastfeed a child it's not like a two-hour ordeal I know everyone tells you it takes like 45 minutes or something and I'm like not really I don't, I don't think I ever, well, first of all, I did not breastfeed, but I knew people who did. And I've never seen a baby take 45 minutes to empty a boob ever. No. I mean, never. And if you let your baby just snack, I mean, we're talking 15 minutes, maybe 20. But anyway, my point is, is I'm like, I don't know if this is something I would take a stand in. I think I would cover up and never give anyone the opportunity to say, hey, I can see your breasts. 
I, I know that it's natural. I realize it's the organic way to feed a child, but I, I don't know if <laughs> I'm struggling because I know there are going to be women outraged by that opinion, uh-huh. but I, I don't know why it's such an insult to cover up in public if you're going to do it at the table. I, I'm sorry. I don't agree with the whole, it's natural. I can do whatever I want. I know you can, and I would never tell a woman to not. But I personally don't know what's wrong with a little modesty when it comes to it. Yeah. What do you think? Well, when I, because I did breastfeed Olivia for six months. And so I was never comfortable just pulling out my boob and and just letting her go to town. Yeah. And so I always either went to the bathroom or, you know, I wasn't even comfortable sitting there with like a receiving blanket. Like, oh, really? No, because I knew everybody knew what I was doing. (laughs) And I just, it made me feel weird. But that was my conviction, you know, and it wasn't, and people can say, well, that's society shaming you and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. I was just going to say that. No, that's not. It's just me uncomfortable with having my breast out and in public. And they're fabulous, and I don't want anybody looking at them. And right. so that's kind of how I felt about it. So I would go. But the other thing, too, is when your baby's that little, I mean, at least for me, I didn't take her a ton of places, you know? No. I mean, no. maybe these are older babies. I don't know. Well, the picture the picture of the woman who covered up her head and let her breast be exposed at a table at a restaurant, and it wasn't a Denny's, by the way. It was probably a fairly nice restaurant. Okay. Where she's making her stand. <laughs> right. First of all, the one thing I do struggle with is like, you know, you're it's not just you. You know, you your baby is involved in this stand that you're taking. What if someone gets really outraged in this day and age and become and they you know how entitled people are? What if they come up and like try to rip the baby off the boob or or try to throw something at you? I mean, it's such a to me, it's a volatile situation to include an infant in. To make your stand on your right to expose your breast. I I mean, and I, like I said, it's not like it's something where I would be like, oh, how dare her? Well, look at her just feeding her baby. I would never do that. That's not it at all. It's just, I honestly don't get it. I would never do it. And then that whole, I've seen this a million times. It's like, well, if you're so offended, why don't you go eat your meal in the bathroom you know if you if you think that women should feed their babies meals in the restroom then maybe you should go eat your dinner in the restroom like it's not even the same thing to me it's it's not not about that I don't get it I'm uncomfortable with my true feelings on the matter which is I don't think that you should expose your breast in a public restaurant I don't think anyone should be exposing their breast unless they're at like you know an exotic zone ball or something like that or you know what I mean? yes like it's I just, know and I I'm with you I'm I'm kind of ashamed over my feelings about mm-hmm. breastfeeding in public I think you can breastfeed in public just can you put a thing over it I mean any kind of anything I don't know I but even then I just still it's like every Everybody knows what you're doing. And and maybe that's my 
guilt or my right like i said is is that you know i just feel like breastfeeding is something you should be ashamed of or something like that and well and the thing on and on top of everything else it's like why do we even know about all of these stories because someone's taking a picture someone's posting it on facebook or twitter saying look at how outraged everyone is at my boob and i was gonna you know, ask you I, I have noticed an influx of breastfeeding pictures recently i don't know yeah. if you have but i have and I'm like, are we back to this? <laughs> like, is this... Re- this is another hill we're going to die on? Is this a yeah. regurgitation of, you know, two years ago or whatever? Yeah, because it was a big deal a couple of years ago. I, I have... It's been a couple of months, but there was a woman who was breastfeeding her baby at Disneyland on a bench in, in like, the main square. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she just whipped it out and had her big old boob hanging out. And, you know, babies don't cover the whole boob. They just take the nip, by the way. That's why they're called right. nips. And so the rest of her breast was exposed. And someone, and it's always a woman, mm-hmm. said, hey, would it be so terrible for you to cover that shit up? And yeah. she was outraged. So she took a picture and said, is this offensive to you? And showed her, you know, little nugget breastfeeding. And you can see people staring in the picture. It's not like, you know, no one was affected by her you know, breast. I mean, guys are always going to look, you know that. And let me tell you something, men are pigs. (laughs) They will go online and look at that shitty pregnant porn, the, the lactating bitches. I mean, they do that shit because they're disgusting. Not all, but you know, you know, they're thinking about sex when they see that. Well, not even so much that they just want to check everybody else's shit out. They want to see the boob. And I'm not sterile about that. I'm like, well, do you think, you know, da, da, da. he always tries to like downplay. He's like, well, they're not as good as yours. I'm like, shut up. That's not what I'm saying. You know, you want to see what other women's boobs look like. He's like, well, maybe. And I'm like, yeah, because you're a boob guy. You just, you naturally, not people that you walk across, you know, at Trader Joe's, but you know, when you see pictures like that, you know, they're going, eh, not bad, you know, yeah. because they they can completely look at that and not even think about the act that, that, that this baby is nursing. You know, it's not even about that. And yeah. so to me, it's like, can we stop acting like just because you f- find this to be natural and it is natural, but it isn't natural to have nudity in public and it is pseudo nudity. And I know, oh my God, I know people are just like, <sighs> you know, it's like, I what know. do you do whatever they want? And I'm like, I know they can, I know, but can we get like a little, like a thin napkin, anything? Can we just try to remember a time when it was okay to be modest and it didn't mean we were infringing on your femininity or your, you know, right to exist? Because that's not what this is. Well, these are just, we are only expressing our opinions. Absolutely. And, And expressing them as if, you know, we were breastfeeding. But can we just, can we, can you and I admit though that when we see a woman breast feeding with no coverage that it's uncomfortable if for for me personally for me it is uncomfortable me too and it's and it's it's one of those things you know if we ever talked about abortion which we never would it's kind of on that line it's like i'm uncomfortable and i can't lie it's just one of those it's a taboo subject it really is even if it's you know women's lib and all that stuff women's lib (laughs) yeah Oh, the other thing about breastfeeding is even if you cover them up, I felt guilty because I didn't think they could breathe under there. 
And so that's why I never did it. That I usually just went somewhere <laughs> private because I just didn't want their. They're only breathing through their little nostrils. I know they're and so they get small hot under there. I know. I can remember my girlfriend was breastfeeding her baby, and we were just sitting in her room. Yeah, and, you know. I mean, and women, honestly, when you're breastfeeding, I mean, come on, you're quite hormonal when you're breastfeeding a baby. You're warm. Yeah, you know, it's not like your your normal self, and it. So she was a bit um, modest. And mm-hmm. so she had a, a receiving blanket over her shoulder and it just kind of caresses the baby's cheek. It's not like they're completely under this blanket. Yeah. Tented. But even so, that baby was probably halfway through feeding and it was sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, hey, I'm going to go get a glass of water and just do whatever I need to do so you can do this. I don't want you to cover up anymore. The baby's obviously sweaty, and I don't want to put you in a situation where you feel like you have to cover up. I've seen your boobs, but that's not the point. Right. You know, I mean, you're. this is obviously, and it's an intimate, for a lot of women, it's a very intimate act to feed your baby. And so mm-hmm. to me, it's like, I'm out. And she's like, okay. And she was so grateful. You know? So she yeah, could whip really. that thing off and go, I'm so sorry, honey. You know, it's like, you're so sweaty. So, I mean, I get it. So I would never, bathrooms are so different now. Back in the day, there was a lounge and you could, the baby could, you could sit on a, like a little couch or whatever, but it's not like that anymore. Yeah. They're like outhouses. So I understand the dis- the disdain of standing in a bathroom and, and breastfeeding. I wouldn't want to do that either. It's but, unpleasant. You know, God forbid there's an option of, you know, putting your breast milk in a baba. I'm just saying. You could do that too. Yeah, I suppose. there's Breastfeeding is so hard. I just hated seeing that picture of the woman covering her head with a receiving blanket trying to make a statement. And then, of course, someone taking the photo and posting it all over. And now it's viral. Like, you know, what? like that's just dumb. I mean, I know that we're in living in a world where it's not appropriate to let others tell you what to do or to make suggestions because we're all living our own truth. But, you know, there there used to be standards, societal standards that weren't horribly evil. You know, it's OK to conform to a society standard where it keeps everyone kind of normal and not crazy, if that makes any sense. Mm hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, I was reading about these two old men who got into a fight at Costco over cheese. (laughs) God, I think I heard about that. They're 70 and 72-year-old people, and one guy got pissed because he cut in line to get a free cheeseburger, and the other guy, they went to another one, and the guy tried to do it again, and the guy was like, are you really going to do that again? He goes, yeah, watch me. And he cut in front of him to get this cheese sample, and so the guy slapped him across the head. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> knocked, knocked his hat and his glasses off. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, there was a time where you would just complain about this asshole at home later. You don't have to always be confrontational. You can just, you know, go through your life and just deal with the fact that people are dicks. You, be, know, you don't be the better everything. man. Yeah, it doesn't always have road. to be. <laughs> right. Whatever happened to that? You know, it's like, how about we just let you be an asshole, everybody sees you're one, and then we just move on with our lives. You know you're an asshole. You do this all the time. You know, we don't have to make everything a confrontation, do we? You know, know, like if I saw, for example, the same thing, going back to the breastfeeding, if I saw a woman whip out her boob and expose it to the public and fed her baby, I would judge her in my own way, and I would move on with my life. (laughs) I would not make it a thing. Seriously, it's just, I don't understand 
everybody's got their own level of understanding now or you know everybody's got their level of what is acceptable behavior and we're all publicly declaring it to everyone apparently i guess that's true i think it comes back to how comfortable you are in your own skin and i am not comfortable in my own skin (laughs) so you know i have really large breasts yeah and so for me i know what it looks like when i wear something that's low cut or whatever it looks really sexy Mm -hmm. but not at target you know, right. so I I am very conscious of the kinds of tops I wear when I go out day to day. It is my own self-regulation because I can do whatever I want. If I want to enjoy the stares of men and women judging me for my large boobs and my cleavage, well, that's the, that's fine. But I generally don't do that. <laughs> like, I just I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Now, I've seen women with boobs like me who absolutely let it all hang out and, you know, they have no problem with it. That's fine. But I don't do that. So I think that might have something to do with my opinion on the breastfeeding. But still, I don't like the whole social media aspect to it. You know, it's just not my thing. I don't think we're alone. I think there's other people who are equally uncomfortable. They just don't say anything because it's not the popular, you know. It's not the popular opinion. Right. I just wish that there was sometimes, not always, like (laughs) I was listening to a podcast and they're like, times have certainly changed. You know, women were sex objects. They were not looked at as equals. But Sean Connery has been quoted twice is saying that if a woman gets out of control, a little slap is fine. <gasps> I know. And now he's in his 70s, maybe older. Is he older? I don't I'm know. Not sure. So in 1965, he was interviewed in Playboy magazine, and he said, an open-handed slap is justified if all other alternatives fail, and there has been plenty of warning. If a woman's a bitch or hysterical or bloody-minded continually, then I'd do it. <laughs> Can you even imagine? It just depends on where. <laughs> now, this I don't know if I agree with. He goes, there. I don't agree with any of it. He said, there are women who take it to the wire. That's what they're looking for, the ultimate confrontation. They want a smack. This was in 1987. I think they stopped asking him about it after that because they're like, okay, clearly this dude is we don't okay want, with... We don't want to ruin this guy's reputation. Forever. I mean, he's got an Indiana Jones to do, so we need to stop. <laughs> we need to stop or no one's going to want to listen to him anymore. But I was thinking about it and I'm like, God, if, if, if someone... If I was fighting with my husband or a man and he smacked me, um, f- after the shock wore off, I would beat him about the head so violently i i can't even imagine i know you and i have talked it's like if a woman hits a man be prepared sure yeah don't think that if you you don't think you can get away with hitting a man because you know and not have any kind of repercussions i would hope that a man has more control but be prepared because not all men respond accordingly (laughs) they might hit you back i would think so but if a man hit me Mm. <laughs> well, I told you what I, what happened the one time a guy muscled me around, right? No. I was dating this guy. He was super cute. And yes, but he was a loser. And I, I realized he was a loser. And I was like, you know what? I need to go. It's late. I got work in the morning, whatever. And he said, no, you need to stay. I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm leaving. You know, no, I, I have to go. And so he grabbed me 
and threw me. He grabbed me by the shoulder and the neck and he threw me down on the bed to make me stay. He wasn't going to rape me. He just wanted me to stay. He did that. And some, like I told you at the beginning, something happens um, when some women would run and other women would stay at fight. I blindly picked up his baseball bat and hit him as hard as I could in his shoulder arm region because he had just had shoulder surgery. Ow. I know, but needless to say, I got out Yeah, and never heard from him again. I'm surprised you didn't crack him in the head. I couldn't. He, he, I, he was taller than me, mm. it, obviously. So, But um, that's what I do when a man tries to get physical yeah is I, I i hurt as badly as i can and um i have no regrets i did look him up once he lives in washington now so mm. yeah Good or canada thinking. something like that but anyway yeah so times have changed but you know i wouldn't mind if you got a little modest with the boob whipping outing thinging that's just my thing but i'm glad we're kind of on the same page yeah okay so speaking of kids The one cool thing about your kids growing up, because there's so many heartbreaking things about it when they grow up, is um, you get to take them wine tasting. Oh. (laughs) And so we took Mackenzie, who's 22, we took her wine tasting to some of our places in Sutter Creek and up in the foothills. So we took her. We had a really good time. But a couple of things happened. So we went to this little restaurant across the way, and we all ordered... You know, I I had iced tea and stuff like that. And the waitress literally ignored, again, ignored me. She she refilled their drinks and not mine. And I looked at Daryl and I go, what, what's going on? Like, did you notice that? He goes, well, I'm going to say something. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's, let's do a test. Let's see. Let's see if she comes back. And I put my drink out because it was almost empty. Totally ignored it. I'm like, do I know her? Because see, that's, that's my number one thing. It's like, do I... You know, and I, I put us in a, we were able to pick our own table. So I put us in the kind of like a corner because Mackenzie and I kind of have sailor mouths. Oh, right. So I never like to be in a big area where there's a lot of people because I know that we don't even know that we say the F word sometimes or whatever. So I just figure if I'll be safe and put us in a little corner. So we did. And then this ugly little family, and I mean, Paula, they were so ugly. <laughs> they came in and sat right across from us. Now, luckily, the three of them just sat on their phones. They literally weren't even talking to each other. So I doubt they heard what we were saying. So I noticed this woman was brutally ignoring me and my my need for more iced tea. And so I finally, when, the second time she ignored me, I looked at Daryl. I said, did I fuck her boyfriend or something? Like, what <laughs> happened? And Kenzie's laughing. And, and she said something in the car. She goes, Mom, I don't think it was a personal fuck you. <laughs> like, are you sure? Because it sure felt like it. She's like, no, I don't think so. So we're sitting there and we're just, you know, chit-chatting. And Daryl, of course, he's like, Jamie Lynn, there's there's a child over there. You can't say those things. I'm like, what? What? Are you censoring me? (laughs) He's like, no, but there's a child over there. I'm like, she's 12. She's heard it. It's fine. And if they hate it, they can move. I was like, honestly, they, they literally, it's like those people in the movie theater when there's like every empty seat and they sit right in front of you or right next to you, those idiots, that's who this family was. So I had no, I didn't care. How much wine had you had by now? A glass, one glass, that's it. All right. And then I had iced tea and water. So we're sitting there and all of a sudden, Paula, I swear to God, there was a spider on the ceiling. <laughs> How bad did you scream? I just went, 
holy shit, there's this, and Daryl's like, what? I go, there's a spider. And okay. And this is a restaurant that used to have like, it was an old house. And so they removed the top floor. So you couldn't reach the ceiling. It was like 40 feet high. Oh, so I, but I could see it and it was being aggressive and it was running around right above our table. And I said, we have to go. We can't stay. Because Daryl's like, I can't get anything. I go, we're leaving. It's it's aggressive. We're out of here. <laughs> so we ran, I ran out of the restaurant. You're nuts. Only one glass. <laughs> Only Thank one God. glass. So we go to the wine. There's a winery across where we have a membership. So we had to pick up some wine. It had been a long time. And so we went over there. And the wine owner runs his tasting store as well. Because it's a very small winery. But we love it there. And so... Apparently, I like him, according to Kenzie and Daryl, which I didn't realize. Is he old? No, he's not. He's probably in his 50s, but... Okay. So we walk in, and of course, this is what happens. We're going in, and Kenzie's like, well, maybe... Because we were trying to get to one more winery to pick up some wine before we went home, and so we really couldn't spend a lot of time in the store. And I said, well, dad's the one that gets chatty. And he starts like being shown historical photos on the wall and stuff. I Like he's like Paul, you know, our stepdad oh, who becomes friends with everyone. Right. And I and so Kenzie goes, well, maybe you and I should just sit in the car and wait. Dad will pick up the wine and we'll just and we'll just go. And I said, no, no, let's go in. It's a really cute little place. So we walk in and I apparently am the conversation starter. <laughs> So I'm starting to have this discussion. Next thing I know, I'm looking at pictures of him from Japan on his phone. Oh. And he had posted some photos of he and his wife traveling to Japan because his son is in the Navy and he was there stationed. Mm -hmm. And so they went to visit him. I said, yeah, I saw some of your photos on Facebook. It looked like a really crazy trip. He goes, oh, yeah, it was amazing. And so we're talking about it. And Kenzie looks at dad. She's like you're the chatty one I see. and so (laughs) i'm talking and he goes no he goes there was a thing he goes first of all and why does this happen uh i don't know but he's like yeah there's there's these cool spas there where everyone's just naked i'm like what he's like yeah he goes and some of them are even co-ed and they have like their kids with them and stuff and i said yeah i wouldn't be comfortable with that he goes you get over it after a while and i'm like yes i'm sure you do i wouldn't but i'm sure you were fine And so he's showing me all these pictures and he goes, yeah, he goes, my wife and I sat, they have these spas where you can sit in like green tea or sake or whatever. And they're like these big barrels that you can sit in. He goes, but you can't have clothes on. And I said, no. And apparently I was like, no, I've never seen that. And Daryl's like, oh my God. He's like, we have to get her out of here. She's literally flirting with this man. I didn't feel like I was flirting. Apparently I was. Yes. He's very handsome. He's a handsome gent. But I didn't think I was. I thought I was just being friendly, but apparently, you know, it was more that, than that. The same thing happens to me too. God forbid, should you be nice to someone, then suddenly you're labeled with a scarlet letter, <laughs> right? A giant F. You're a flirt, and I said I wasn't even. I I was genuinely curious about it. Daryl was like, I think you like him, <laughs> and Kenzie's like, Uh huh, yeah, you do. And I go, No, I, I like, of do. Of course I do. He's a nice guy. Yeah, but I, that's exactly it. I'm like, Why? Why? See, but this is why I don't wear cleavage revealing clothing when I go to Target. It's the same thing. It's like I'm just, I'm just being chatty and being myself. He goes, Well, you're very charming. The guy didn't say that. Daryl said that, and I said, Well, I don't. I'm just being myself. That's all. That's it. 
But anyway, I didn't get to see the guy naked. He just showed me from, you know, like the waist up. But of course, me and I'm like, I can't imagine Saki not burning. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, it's mostly water. And I'm like, okay, good. Because I don't think I would sit naked in a vat of Saki. Do you think you could get drunk from sitting in Saki? I don't know. I didn't even think about that. Like it going into your pores? Your butt? No, your pores, you oh, gross like your person. <laughs> well, if you have to be naked, I mean, I don't know. If you have a relaxed sphincter, maybe. It's like, I'm going to give myself an enema in here. That's, do they wash it out before they put someone else in? Uh, yes, they do. Okay. It is not a communal thing. It is something you pay to do, and they, like, create the environment for you in these barrels. God, because when you said sphincter, I'm thinking, oh, my God, is there fecal matter in there? <laughs> oh, Paula, I'm sure. Uh. You know, think, standards in other countries are not the same as they are here. Although, I mean, I've heard some stories about spas around here. So, you never know. Uh. I would not sit, like, you know, it's very common if you go to these steams where you have to sit, you, you're nude. You don't wear clothes in these steam baths or these steam showers. I and it's communal. And so you sit, and then I'm like, I couldn't sit on tile that other people had sat on ever. <laughs> my butt would be so clenched. Like, <laughs> I would be like, half my hands, and I'd be like, like a little elevated. <laughs> I'd be like, can, yeah, it's like a giant toilet. And it's so, like, humid in there. It's I would be so concerned about growth and things there's not enough towel or things and it'd have to be my towel you know i'd have to wear flip-flops i would be uncomfortable it would not be good and can you imagine just the odors the odors of other people's bodies what does that smell is that toxins what is that (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry i had too much tequila last night it's like you would smell it all can you imagine if you had had like way too many whiskeys and then you get into a steam bath with others I'm allergic to Wixie, Wixie, whiskey. <laughs> it has gluten in it. <laughs> Is there wheat in it? I'm swelling. Yeah, it would not be good. But anyway, he's a nice person, and that's all. And then um, something on the, along the same line, we were watching the Giants game, and uh, Madison Bumgarner was pitching, mm-hmm. and I, I, he's in my free pass list for sure. And so, and then there was another dude, and he was a really big dude. And Daryl, he goes, you know, I think you have a type. <laughs> I do? He goes, yeah, I think you have a type. And I go, what is it? He goes, big and burly. He goes, have you ever dated anyone like that? And I said, no, I haven't, actually. I go, if I have, I don't think you and I would be married. <laughs> hmm. Apparently. I didn't realize. I have a type. I didn't, you know what, though? It is, I think the type is a fantasy type. Because... After talking it through, I said, yeah, physically, it's a very primal sexual attraction. But the reality is, he goes, God, he goes, Jamie, he blows snot rockets and stuff. I said, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine me Mm. being with someone who likes to go rip up trees and is always sweaty and smelly and dirty and blows snot rockets in the yard? And ugh, no, I mean, no. Yeah, you can only think of doing one thing with that guy. I know. So, do you have a type? Well, that's what I was trying to think. Typically, they have brown hair. Mm, 
Yeah, I don't like blondes very much. They have nice eyes of sort. It could. It doesn't necessarily have to be blue or right. green. I, or, yeah. But just nice eyes. And then... But is there anything... Is there anyone, whether it's a celebrity or otherwise, where it's just only you have a female heart on over him and it's like i don't even care about anything other than that i want to absolutely have sex with you and that's it uh, i mean leo dicaprio i mean do you like italians i you know what i think i'm discovering that i do like italians and i didn't and i didn't know it that's so interesting see yeah, how that is I so there are good things to getting older <laughs> you start to realize what you like i know Anyway, speaking of nothing, it's time for our Ugly and Awkward Moments of the Week, sponsored by LipandClip.com. Do you have one? Uh, no. You don't have an awkward moment? I don't. It's been a slow week. I don't know what to say. Okay, so I have an awkward moment. Okay. I thought the wine owner was the awkward moment. But that oh, was just okay. me. That was just me being myself. So I I've talked about it like briefly on the show about a month or so ago. Remember when I was coughing on the la- with that one episode a while ago? Yeah. I got really really sick. And yes. um I was sick for about 3 weeks, which is weird. Okay, so here's the good and bad. The good part is I lost some weight. The bad part is it's it's all coming back because it was sick weight. It wasn't real. So I'm really like, it's really pissing me off. But because I'm feeling better, I'm back into working out again. Good. So this week I've been working out more. I've been doing my yoga again and cardio and I'm feeling better about it. So uh, what I do, though, is I, I try really hard to eat a protein breakfast, not <laughs> that sounds dirty, actually. Now they think a about protein. It. <laughs> God. That's gross. That's not what I meant, but I have a dirty mind. But I try to eat something not cereal or something. You know, I try right. to eat something like leftovers from le- the night before. So I had made a tomato salad. So I had this little baby ramekin of tomato salad from the night before. And I said, I'm going to eat that and then I'm going to do, do my, my workout. And so I took it upstairs and I set it on. I have a little tray and I set it on the tray on my bed. And so I was going to sit down and plug in all of my my phone and all that stuff and then get dressed and work out. So I set the thing on my bed, the the thing, the ramekin of salad, and I sit down and my fat ass (laughs) creates a where the tray now is dipping down Mm -hmm. toward the bed and the thing rolls and spills all over my leg, all over the fucking quilt. And I was like, are you kidding me? Really, Jamie Lynn? Really? That's it. And so, of course, I try to get up and then little pieces of mozzarella spill onto the floor. (laughs) I'm like, there's like five pieces of tomato and they all spilled out. And I'm like, well, you know what? This is what you get, you fat ass. Get up! (laughs) So I cleaned everything up, changed my clothes and worked out really, really hard after that i was so mad at myself i'm like i'm covered in olive oil <laughs> it's just ridiculous oh geez eat at the table like a human <laughs> stop acting like you can do things that's terrible did you get olive oil on your like your comforter yes i had to i just stripped the bed i had to i had to strip the bed i had to use oxyclean on my my nice 
duvet. It was a it was a nightmare. It was a two day ordeal. That sucks. <laughs> two day ordeal for thinking that I can put a bowl on a tray and then sit on the bed without it becoming a, a, a national disaster. So anyway, I was really embarrassed. God. So I I finally got my period after God knows how many months. But of course. You know when you get your period and you haven't had it in a while, it's just like Ugh. the freaking floodgates of Noah. It's like Carrie. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and yeah. so by like the third day, I was laying on the couch and Victor's like, are you all right? And I'm like, I think I'm a pint low. <laughs> so. Seriously. Remember that day you were over at my house and you're like, are you feeling okay? You're really pale. I'm like, I'm hemorrhaging. <laughs> I'm sure of it. I'm bleeding through everything. Yeah. It's true. I was thinking about that. I said, I told Daryl, I said, you know, um, I have heard that the older you get, that your periods get worse. And I said, I think that's nature's way of saying you're going to look forward to menopause. Trust us. You will want it. I wonder when you go into menopause. Like, how do you know? I don't know. Well, I've had my hormone levels checked and I'm nowhere near it. Unfortunately, I'm fully able to conceive children if I wanted to. The thing is, is that our our family, uh, the females on our mom's side, everybody has had hysterectomies by the age of 30. Oh. So we really have no idea what the natural course would be. No one's actually I, gone through with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they go through with it really prematurely. Right. So I don't know if I'll go through with that or not. I don't know if I'll, in, I'll subject Daryl to my menopause naturally or if I'll just take the pill. I would just do the pill. Yeah. And maybe by the time I get there, there will be like better options that don't cause breast cancer. That'd be great. Oh, does the pill cause breast cancer? Hell yes. Oh. So you can't be on it forever. So I don't know. I mean, you know, hopefully by then it won't be so treacherous. But, um, you know, because I'm so easygoing. (laughs) Yeah. It won't be hard at all. You're not uptight at all. No. Not at all. In fact, we were uh, picking up Malia from a, an event last weekend. And Paula, I mean, the I hate how he drives and it's getting like worse. Like my hatred is getting worse. And I'm almost not sure what to do about it. I'm, I'm, it's coming to a crossroads where it's like, am I going to be that bitch wife that says I'm driving? You're just going to have to deal <clears> with it. I've just stopped going places with him. Oh, that's a good idea. I could do that. I don't know, man. It's it's not always, but man, a lot of it. A lot of the, and it's the surface street stuff. It's no freeway too. It's all of it. It's all I don't of know it. what to do. I don't know what to do. I I just don't want to be that woman that you know de- you know emasculates her husband and is like, no, I'm driving now. You know that's how it is too. When you see a couple yeah. driving and the guy <laughs> sitting in the passenger seat, looking feeble. I know. Just staring out the window like a dog on its way to the vet. His weenie is one of the antenna balls. Yes. That nut sack on the back of the truck is his. It's like, <laughs> my wife mounted that. God. Now she drives. Yeah, I don't want to be that woman. I, I really don't. I mean, no. I, I figure I'm just going to have to deal with it. Because it's just one of those things. I don't know why driving is so uh, one of those last things that a man wants to give up ever. It's control, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like a Mm -hmm. power thing. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, I think 
that's a wrap, don't you? Yeah, I think that's a wrap for this week. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Hope you enjoyed the previous shows. And today's show, please be sure to check out Amazon and do your school shopping and backpack shopping there. And also check out Avon for your back-to-school makeup shopping. We appreciate you supporting our show through our website links and doing all of your shopping through there. So we will see you on Wednesday. Bye! Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.